You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the Seven Transformations.com. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast where I share my life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Well, hello and welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. Happy Monday. Happy beginning of the week to you. Hopefully you're listening to this on a Monday. If not, whatever day it is for you, I wish you an awesome day ahead. Today I want to talk to you about an interesting and fun idea, no pun intended, since the episode's name is about fun versus rewarding. But this this idea comes up a lot in my own life as a professional athlete, uh, in, in the teaching that I do with my students, and it's it's the idea of fun versus rewarding. I remember I've had several conversations, obviously, with my students when, you know, it inevitably as you pursue something, uh, your reasons for doing it as time passes on change. You know, they change to different things. You know, if you remember Maslow's Pyramid of Human Needs, uh, if you're not familiar with that, it's it's basically a hierarchical way that we prioritize the different things in our life, you know. So obviously you have at the very bottom of the pyramid is like safety and and food, you know, those are the primal needs. As you climb up the ladder, there's different things like intimacy and, and social connections. And all the way at the top, you know, you have these abstract things like uh, life purpose and meaning and self-actualization and so on. So that's nothing new, been around for a while. It's also in the seven chakras and the seven transformations, you know, the the thing that I outlined a couple weeks ago. It, it's nothing new. It's hierarchical prioritization of our needs. And what that means in practice is that, you know, let's say you start something. In general, when you start something, you're going to be looking for the obvious benefits, you know, like with dancing, for example, somebody who starts to learn how to dance or play tennis or anything like yoga, you're looking for, okay, is the cost, you know, decent? Is Am I getting something obvious? Like, am I getting a good workout? Is it fun? You know, that's that's a common thing. Is it enjoyable on a surface level? Uh, you know, do I maybe get some social, you know, situations there? Do I get to meet new people, make new friends, that kind of thing? So your first time when you do something you know, you're going to be looking for obvious stuff. If you decide to continue, if there's something there for you, if your heart starts talking to you and you find yourself going back for more, getting more you know, involved, that kind of thing, your reasons for doing it are going to change inevitably. They're going to go up that ladder to higher, quote-unquote, reasons, to things that are more related to your purpose, to your why, you know, to your heart, to your future. And ultimately, that's that's really the difference, is that when you cross that line, at some point, we become committed to something, and it's because we see a future. When you see a future in that particular activity, and not just a short-term future, like, oh, next week, I'm talking the future, like, oh, man, I could get really in shape with this, and that's going to mean that I might, you know, find somebody that loves me, or... I'm going to get 
some sense of achievement that I didn't get when I was, you know, younger. Maybe some of these things you aren't consciously thinking about, but there is definitely something that speaks to a possible future in whatever you're doing. This is the same when you start a business, when you, you know, start a new project, when you're trying to do something that that's above and beyond the normal day. You are connected to that future. And what the importance of that is, is that inevitably as you continue something or as you endeavor to create, you know, something greater or, or a new project, new idea, that future is very important because it allows you to withstand all of the pain that is normal to get successful with whatever you're doing. You know, if you decide to go to the gym for the first time, you know, and you're picking out different gyms, your first reason is going to be, okay, is it close? Is it convenient? Is it affordable? You know, do they have good equipment? That kind of stuff. At least that's what I would do, you know, when I'm looking for it. But if you decide to stick with a place and you're working out for more than six months, which is usually the time that people, most people quit after six months, then it becomes something different. And let's say that gym moves and, you know, you're really involved there. Maybe you might follow the gym or maybe you might continue working out somewhere else. But working out has become more than just something to do. It has become part of your life. And as you continue to go to new levels, which are inevitable, as you continue something, it's going to get harder or there's going to be new levels to to explore. There's a lot of discomfort with that growing, with that growing stage and the growing pains. And it's, you know, you need something more than short term, which is fun, to motivate you, to keep you moving forward. And that's where that future, where that vision, where that quote unquote rewarding comes in play. So, you know, you look at something like fun, it's very short term. It is, you know, in the moment, it is something that you can connect to right away. Every time I see a new student or I, you know, talk to somebody about what I'm doing and show them, it has to be fun. I have to keep that in mind because something that's more higher level thinking or abstract or things like that, that took me a while to learn because for me, it's that way. Obviously, I've been doing what I've been doing for a long time, but somebody who's never done it before is not going to connect to those things. They want to see if they can have fun. And if it's fun, that there's something in there that our spirit calls to us. And if we decide to continue, that is where the adventure goes. And that sense of fun starts to develop into other things. It may, you know, a year or five years down the road, once you start something, your sense of what is fun is going to be very different. You know, like when I first started to dance, for example, I would go out to the salsa clubs here in Phoenix and you know, what was fun for me was to be the coolest kid on the block and show off, you know, in front of all my friends with my dance partner at the time. And, you know, that was that was my benefit in a sense. That was, you know, getting some social recognition. And as I as I continue, you know, this was, you know, over 15 years ago. Now where I am at, what's fun for me is very different. I love teaching beginners. I love you know, learning some new nuance in the movement and connecting to my partner in a way that we didn't connect before or perfecting, you know, some bit of movement, which all those things are very difficult. There's a there's a sense of delayed gratification as you continue something. When you're pursuing something rewarding, 
versus fun, the main difference is that time. It is the delayed gratification. Fun is right now. Fun is instant. You know, fun is, you know, immediate benefit. Rewarding comes with it, you know, with that delayed gratification, with it, with an implied sense of, well, you know, I'm not going to get what I want right now, but what I'm going to get later is way worth it. And that's very important because in life, you know, fun is very accessible. You can always have fun. And I'm not saying you shouldn't because life is a balance. You should be doing things that are fun and easy and relaxing as well as the things that are rewarding. I think everybody in their life should have one thing that they're shooting for that is excellent. And everybody's different. Everybody's going to have you know, uh, their own desire for a level of impact, a level of achievement in their life, a level of excellence, you know, but you should have at least one thing that you're shooting for in your life that is excellent. There's a, there's a funny saying that one of my students' fathers, you know, father told her when she was a, a young girl, and I always say it, it's, it's such a good saying. He says, you know, you got to shoot for the stars. At least that way you'll hit a tree. You know, and it's it's so true because if we set the bar low, then gravity is going to work and by nature it's going to pull it downward. So the key is to set the bar as high as possible for yourself and you may not make it. It's, you know, there's a lot of things we can't control in a particular endeavor, in a project, in a commitment. But having that future anchor that pulls you forward allows you to develop things and see things that you normally wouldn't. Something that's rewarding is not as accessible as something that's fun. This is very important because, again, fun, you can always go have fun. You can go watch YouTube, laugh at some videos. You can, you know, go go out and explore. That's fun. But doing something rewarding is not as accessible you know, it requires a lot more energy. It requires delayed gratification. And by nature, because it's not as accessible, it's a lot rarer of an experience in your life. Generally speaking, you know, you probably aren't going to have as many rewarding experiences in that category that are difficult and challenging and things like that as the fun and easy ones, you know. But you remember the rewarding ones. I don't remember all of the times when I had fun. I do remember some of them, but I don't remember all of them. But I do remember all the times that were rewarding and that I've made a difference in someone's life, that I achieved something, that I learned some profound lesson in my life. And that's that's the other point that's really important with this, is that time moves forward. And regardless of that, everything is swallowed up. So when you are looking at your life as a whole, the the things that you remember are the things that you carry forward with you in the in those new present moments. And if you don't challenge yourself, if you don't look for those rewarding commitments, those rewarding endeavors, you aren't bringing much with you into that new present moment and your life stays the same. You know, you, growth is part of life, and it should be part of life. You know, that's what 
that's what gives us new experiences. We can experience our reality in a new way when we learn a lesson, when we, you know, achieve something. It gives us a window and an access into new ways of being, new ways of doing. So growth is a very valuable part of living a good life, not just having fun. And they're both, again, they're it's about the balance. You have too much fun, you can end up being a hedonist and maybe spiritually burned out or not having any direction. If you're all about rewarding and achievement and success, you might get easily burned out, you know, and either way, both are important to have in your life. But by nature, again, because rewarding things are more difficult, we tend to avoid them. And if you find yourself in a particular position where something is not fun anymore, <laughs> you know, that's that's what a lot of times, this is what prompted my discussion with many of my students and even with myself. You know, I'm like, why am I doing, sometimes I, I look at a competition that I attend or, you know, when I'm spending money on something, I'm like, why am I doing this? And that's a great place to be. It's a confusing place. It's a frustrating place. But in that in that frustration, when you are finding yourself that you're evaluating fun versus rewarding, like, oh man, this isn't fun anymore. That's a great place to be because it means that you are at the threshold of creating that future in whatever you're doing or deciding, you know what, like this, this is something I need to let go and not commit my resources so that I have more freedom, you know, and what the right answer is, who knows? This is the dance of life and you can only find out by acting, you know, by making a decision not sitting in that confused and frustrated state for too long, but, you know, walking forward regardless of the path. So when you find yourself in that position, it's a good time to look at your why. Because what that means is you've now crossed the threshold of what is fun, and you are now entering the realm of rewarding, which means you have to delay your gratification. There's going to be challenges to overcome, you know, there's struggle, there's pain, and what that means is you need to have a very convincing future, a vision, a a rewarding why that pulls you through that. You know, this is a very interesting mechanism of our brains because we we by nature have a pain and pleasure system, you know, where we can sense what's painful, we can sense what's pleasurable, that kind of thing. But the power of the mind to create pain and pleasure through meaning is is very profound and as a result we have a very very diverse range of responses compared to most animals you know a tiger you know goes with what's pleasurable you know it eats it reproduces it sleeps and you know it tries to avoid pain that's about it you know with human beings we find insults painful we find these situations painful, you know, that have nothing to do with physical pain, but we create our own anguish and a wide variety of things. And on the flip side of that, we also create pleasure in the sense of rewarding, you know, and that's another way to distinguish this fun and rewarding idea is that fun is pleasurable. It is pleasurable right now in the moment. It stimulates the senses in some way. It's fun. Rewarding is is this sense of pleasure that is created by the mind through meaning. You know, when I 
think of, okay, let's say I'm going to start a nonprofit and gosh, the impact on the world with, with my cause is going to be X, Y, and Z, whatever. I get to feed a million children or something like that. When I think of that, I get a little reward in my mind. My mind releases a, you know, some chemicals and tells me like, this is really pleasurable when I, that future picture that it puts in my mind, achieving that is, is the reward. It's a pleasure that we experience. It's not this overt physical pleasure, but it is enough to tell us, you know, this is more pleasurable. This pleasure is worth all of the pain and discomfort and, and challenge that you will inevitably experience on the way there. So it subverts our natural aversion to discomfort and pain. You know, normally, like let's say with dancing, again, I'll bring it back to that, practicing at some point, you know, you, you learn, it's fun, you know, blah, blah, blah. You start to learn, you start to learn different dances, different moves. At some point, you have to get into technical movements and then they take a lot more repetition. They're difficult, they're physically challenging, they challenge your coordination, they challenge your confidence, you know, they challenge your wallet because you have to pay for dance lessons, that kind of thing. And all those things are, are uncomfortable. You know, they're, they're painful. So our natural, you know, low-level survival systems can be like, oh, I don't want this. You know, I don't want to spend money. I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel discomfort. You know, but that's not necessarily the best thing for you. That's just a low-level interpretation of the situation. It's trying to keep you safe. And that's where your higher mind kicks in and interacts with that situation and says, no, remember we have this vision and we're going to go for it. And when you get that, you know, whatever rumba step or cha-cha step, man, imagine how nice it's going to be and I'm going to look beautiful and whatever, you know, a million reasons. But the point is, is that there's this interaction between pain and pleasure, which is our default system, and fun and reward, you know, they're high level thinking. And if you are aware of that, when in, you're in a situation where like, you know what, this is not fun anymore, the, the external circumstances are pushing on that survival system of pain and pleasure. And they're telling you, you know what, you should quit, stop doing this, It's you're losing money, you're losing energy, it's unsafe, whatever it is. That's a great time to reevaluate your vision, to evaluate what do you believe in, what is that future anchor that's pulling you forward. And sometimes, like I said, you, you may have to quit while you're ahead. I'm going to encourage anybody to quit, but there is power and freedom in acknowledging authentically that, you know what, I I can let this go. You know, I'm not saying what that situation is because that's up to everybody, but, you know, we all want to quit and you should try your best not to quit everything because it doesn't give you the power to create when you're quitting constantly. But it's it's a balance of being authentic with yourself about what you feel and and being real about the future you know look at look at what you believe and why you started it why you are doing it now and what you have to gain in the future what do you want to create what do you want to give to other people these are some important questions you can ask yourself what do you want to be as a result of this, what do you want to be able to do? What do you want to be able to have in the world as a result of pursuing this? 
These are questions to jog your mind, you know, that can give you that sense of reward to help you paint the picture of what it is you're actually chasing. And in life, there will always be things to challenge you. You should always strive for excellence, at least in one area. That is my belief, and I am standing to it. So figure out what that is for you, you know. And if you find yourself, like I said, challenged and thinking, hmm, this is not fun anymore, great, wonderful, absolutely cool. That is a great opportunity to look and examine what is the beautiful future that is going to draw you forward through that situation not being fun anymore. And the lovely thing about that is that when you do find it, when you do find that future, when you find that reward, it is so motivating and so inspiring and refreshing to reconnect to it again. Because we are creatures of meaning. We are creatures of purpose. Pleasure is important in life, but the things that are the most pleasurable have nothing to do with the senses. They are up here in your mind. They are in that system of reward and meaning and purpose and future. That is what we're designed for. Life is most pleasurable when we are acting upon those things. So if you really want to be a hedonist, if you really want to be you know, enjoying the the highest pleasures of life, it has to do more with pursuing rewarding things uh, rather than fun all the time. And again, you should be having fun. Go out, have fun all the time. Balance it out with, you know, with everything else. But remember that the things that are the most rewarding are the ones that are challenging, that draw you out of your comfort zone, that are difficult, that require you to delay your gratification, and and create a future, because that's what life is about. Whatever you look forward to is going to determine how you feel right now. So I hope you've enjoyed this short little episode. Thank you so much for listening. Fun versus reward. What do you guys think? Let me know. I am always happy to hear your comments, and your feedback. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys on Friday for some more interviews. Have a great rest of your week. You're listening to the 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For more episodes like these, subscribe or stay connected at the 7transformationscom